I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday, June 26th. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, we are glad that you have taken time out of your schedule to be with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you on the radio app and on the podcast. And then those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube today, thank you so much for uh, joining us. And I hope you're having a great day. Hope it's been a good morning. And we're looking forward to a great time together on this uh, broadcast of The Winning Side. I do want to say we had a great day yesterday. And I know I sound like a broken record. I feel like every Sunday is a great day. Uh, but yesterday especially, we had uh, folks saved yesterday morning, some in our bus ministry. We had a, a dear uh, lady that uh, got saved at the end of the service yesterday morning. We had a young man that joined the church. And then uh, last night, we had a special singing group that came from Golden State Baptist College. Had a guest preacher, uh, Brother Joe Motes, uh, who is a young man. He's a student at the college. Uh, He uh, grew up at Brother Joe Arthur's church down in Georgia. And, of course, if you're listening to the radio uh, on 95.9 FM, you've heard Joe Arthur preach or sing. Uh, He was just with us in June, and he's a blessing. We play some of his music on the radio as well. Uh, But it was a great service. We announced last night we have two new assistant pastors that will be joining us in August, uh, Brother David Russ and Brother Daniel McManus. And I'm so excited about those guys coming. Uh, I know, they may not know, but I know they're going to be helping us with the radio. And so, Brother Nathan, that'll be a blessing, huh, to get some reinforcements. And uh, those guys are both, they're, uh, they're great men of God, great preachers, uh, uh, great uh, uh, just people people persons. Is that the right way to say that? Uh, they're great with people, and uh, they are techie. They know how to do all that this stuff that I don't know how to do. But I'm sure glad Brother Nathan knows how to do it. And so we're excited about these men coming and, and joining our staff. Hope you'll be praying for them. And we uh, posted last night on our Facebook so you can see their pictures and uh, write their names down or whatever. Just put them on your prayer list and pray for them. Uh, but we're excited. That was a great announcement last night. Uh, and our church is strengthened. We've got some new teachers coming for our school. We'll make those announcements as that gets a little closer. And uh, I'm very excited about these days that we get to serve the Lord and we get to be a part of uh, this ministry, Victory Baptist Church here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Uh, I do want to say tonight starts Kids Crusade, and I am fired up. I can't wait. 6.30 tonight, and then uh, tomorrow night and Wednesday night, three nights. And I hope you pray, and uh, if you've got children in the area or grandchildren or neighbor kids or whoever, but bring them, and it'll be a great time, uh, first through sixth grade, uh, and uh, I hope you plan to come and be here uh, for tonight. Please also uh, pray for the kids' crusade, pray for good weather. Uh, They're calling for some storms, and you know how that works. 
It could be the worst tornado we've ever seen, or it could be sunny. You know, it's just, you never know. Uh, but pray for good weather, and uh, pray for a wonderful week for our kids' crusade, and uh, pray that God will do a work. Pray there'll be young people that'll get saved, and young people that'll make decisions for God, and uh, that is certainly our desire. I want to say a happy anniversary today to Doug and Cheryl Morris. Hope you have a great day, and a very happy anniversary to you. Uh, let's pray today for our church, our school, pray for our staff, pray for our missionaries, uh, pray for those in our church who are sick, uh, those that are facing surgeries, those recovering from surgeries. Uh, we've got folks in our church awaiting test results, and uh, let's pray for one another. And, uh, you know, we get so focused on our own needs, and uh, I need this, and I'm having trouble with this, and, and you ought to pray about those needs. Uh, but then also, let's take time to pray for one another. I've said it before, you've heard it before, I'm sure, uh, but Job, the Bible says in Job 42 that God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And uh, there's power in prayer, and there's power in praying for somebody else, uh, interceding uh, for another uh, to the throne of God. And I hope you pray for one another today. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song by the Blunkall family. Uh, we play their music on the radio, and they're a blessing. Uh, Brother Blunkall, he is with the Lord. Brother Buddy Blunkall. He's a great preacher, great singer, uh, just a great man, and uh, he's with the Lord. But uh, here's a great song from uh, Brother Blunkall and his family. There's going to be some changes made, and after this song, we'll get into our Bible study for today. God spoke to the old-time prophets, said Christ so the world would know. This message is, I'm coming back, so be prepared to go. You know, stumble when the load gets heavy, and you can make it on the uphill grade. When we reach our jargon sweaty, there's gonna be a lot of changes made. There's gonna be some changes made. When I first behold his face, then I gladly make the trade. For a brand new life that'll be forever. Driven in a shiny new car My whole wealth in any direction It can't take me very far But I've got my own transportation And my ticket's already been paid When I pull in the heavenly station There's gonna be a lot of changes made I said there's gonna be some changes made Changes made. I said there's gonna be 
Amen for that. That's a great song. It's a happy song. And I was telling Brother Nathan, of course, he's in here every day, and we've got Nathan Anderton's helping out today, getting the things ready for Kids' Crusade tonight. And so I was telling these guys before the broadcast, Brother Nathan Johnson told me the name of the song, and I said, well, that sounds serious. It's going to be some changes made. You know, uh, if you walk into work and your boss uh, sits you down and says, listen, there's going to be some changes made, that doesn't sound good, right? Uh, almost sounds like, uh-oh, what did I do? Uh, I was thinking during that song, when I was, uh, when I was growing up uh, during the summer, of course, um, summertime is different, you know, for, for kids and all that. And I remember one summer, uh, the summer had just started, and we were having our family devotions one morning um, and uh, there in our living room. And I remember my dad had, I forget if he wrote them out or if he had just told us, but my dad had a, a chores for all of the kids during the summer. Now, we had chores during the school year. But boy, he stepped it up during the summer, let me tell you. And I'll never forget, he was going through telling everybody the chores. And one of my sisters, and she was not trying to be disrespectful. Uh, she was uh, not trying to be funny either. But uh, she asked my dad, she said, uh, is this some kind of a joke? Because the chores list, the chore list was so big. And uh, my dad was talking about all the things we were going to do in the summer, you know, and the difference. And so... Uh, he was telling us there's going to be some changes made this summer, and uh, we don't always like those changes, uh, do we? Uh, but these changes that we're talking about when we get to heaven, those are all going to be good changes. Hallelujah. Uh, no more sin, and no more sickness, no more pain, no more death, no more sorrow, uh, no more tears, no more hospitals, uh, no more nursing homes, no more funeral homes, no more cemeteries, and uh, no more fighting. That's going to be good, huh? Um, you know, with your coworker, the one that you're right now, you're ready to strangle. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but there's going to be a whole lot of changes. And I thank God for heaven. And uh, what a day that will be. You know, the Dixon family, Brother David and Miss Chelsea and their girls, they were singing yesterday uh, in church about that, that. What a morning. What a beautiful morning that's going to be uh, in heaven. And I cannot wait uh, for that day when we see Jesus. Now, what a day that will be. Well, let's look in our Bibles. Um, I want to read a few verses from Psalm 61. We're in our series on prayer. We've talked about praise, and we've talked about uh, waiting, and we've talked about confession. And then our, our fourth subject in this matter of prayer is Scripture praying. You say, Pastor, what in the world is Scripture praying? It's, you know, you read your Bible and you pray. Those are two different things. Well, I understand, and, and you need both. But there is an aspect of prayer where we should use and we should claim and we should quote the scriptures. Psalm 61, it says, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Psalm 61 is David praying and crying out to God when he was overwhelmed. Have you ever felt that way? I, I'll start. I have. I've felt that way before. And what do you do when you're overwhelmed? Well, here'd be a great uh, a psalm to pray and say, Lord, my heart is overwhelmed. And so, Lord, I need you to lead me to the rock. I need you to help me. I need you to step in. I need you to take control. And what we're doing is we are praying the scripture. We're saying, God, you said this would work. 
You said you would do this. Uh, you answered the prayer of David. You answered the prayer of Elijah. You answered the prayer of Daniel. You answered the prayer of Moses. And God, if you would answer their prayer, then I believe that you will answer my prayer as well. We were talking on Friday about George Mueller, that uh, great uh, a Christian of yesteryear. He was a pastor and then he started an orphanage and uh, God answered his prayers daily to feed all those children, hundreds of children at a time uh, that he was responsible for in that orphanage. And, and we talked about last week, uh, one morning they had no food for those children, but George Mueller prayed. And he prayed in faith, no food, said, Lord, thank you for this food that we're about to eat. And as they were praying, there was a knock at the door. And you remember the story last week, I told you about uh, the uh, bread, uh, uh, the baker that came and said, I'm not sure why I did this, but God woke me up in the middle of the night and said, you need to bake some extra food for the orphanage. And there it was. While he was delivering the bread, the milkman came to the door, knocked on the door and uh, said, uh, you're not gonna believe this. He said, my, my truck just broke down right in front of this orphanage. And by the time I get the, the truck fixed, this milk will be spoiled, so I don't want it to go to waste. And he brought it in, and that was God that did that. You say, oh, no, that's luck. That's coincidence. Well, you can call it what you want to, but I'll tell you this. I believe that is God answering prayer, and I believe God can do the same for us. We talked about George Mueller a little bit last week, but I want to say this. George Mueller, in his prayer life, he claimed that the secret to receiving answers to prayer was found in applying God's word during prayer. George Mueller would pray with an open Bible. He filled his prayer with God's word. Now, I'm not talking about a, a sarcastic way of saying, look, God, you said you would do this. I'm not talking about tempting God or testing God, but I'm talking about a sincere faith to say, God, here's what you said in your word, and I just believe that you will do what you have said you will do. God always keeps his promises. Uh, George Mueller, uh, some of his friends said that he would not utter a prayer without a word from God that would back up that particular request. George Mueller didn't start praying until after he had nourished himself in the word of God. Uh, I think that's a good thing to do. I think we ought to first, when we come before the Lord, I think we ought to read his word. Let God speak to us. And then after God speaks to us, then I think we should go to God in prayer. And you say, well, I don't always follow that order. Well, I don't always follow that order either, but I think that's a good way to do it, to, to read the word of God, let God speak. And then after God speaks to you, then you speak to him. Describing his devotional hour, George Mueller said this, the first thing that I did after having asked in a few words, the Lord's blessing upon his word, he said, I would begin to meditate on the word of God, searching as it were into every verse to get a blessing out of it. He said, not for the sake of public ministry, not for preaching or, or for teaching in a, in, a, in a service, but he said, for the sake uh, of obtaining food for my own soul. And you know, that's what the Bible is. It is our daily bread. Uh, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I think about in the wilderness, those children of Israel as they wandered in that wilderness, what did God do? God gave them every day. He gave them their daily manna. And every day we ought to get in the word of God. Every day we ought to get a word from God. George Mueller went on to say uh, the result from his, his, his devotions, he said, the re result I have found to be almost invariably that after a very few minutes, my soul has been led to confession, 
uh, and to thanksgiving and to intercession and to supplication so that I did not, as, I, as it were, give myself to prayer, but to meditation. But it turned almost immediately into prayer. And so when you spend time with God and you get in the Word of God and you ask God to show you some things, you'll find yourself in a spirit of prayer. George Mueller literally prayed the Word of God. Spurgeon said every promise of Scripture is a writing of God which may be pleaded before him with this reasonable request, do as thou hast said. The Creator will not cheat the creature who depends upon His truth, and far more the Heavenly Father will not break His word to His own child. Uh, my children will do this, and perhaps yours have done this to you. But uh, my children will say, uh, Dad, you said that we were going to go here. Dad, you said that we were going to do this. And guess what? If I said it, we're going to do it because I want to keep my word. It also helps me not to make promises I can't keep, you know, but I'm glad God never makes a promise that he cannot keep. Ian e. Bounds was known for his powerful prayer life. He was a lawyer during the Civil War, and he spent an average of four hours every morning in prayer. Can I tell you, if a lawyer during the Civil War could devote four hours to prayer, I'm not saying you have to devote four hours to prayer. I'm not saying I have to devote four hours of prayer, but I'm saying we ought to pray more and we ought to ask God to step in. We ought to ask God to meet our needs and to hear and answer our prayers. I hope this helps you as we've looked at uh, really some, some heroes of the past, uh, George Mueller and, and Spurgeon and E.M. Bounds and these men that knew what it was to pray. And may God raise up a generation of people today that know what it is to get a hold of God and to pray and to claim the promises that God has given us in his word. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.